because if our objective is to reach a certain goal, is to hit this money amount, it's to reach this percentage, we are goal-orientated trading. We are aiming to reach a goal. This is a finite style of playing the game. This is a, I want to get here. And then when I get here, I'm done. This is going to do different things to dopamine. This is going to go different things to the way you look and attack trading. And you're kind of chasing and chasing each day. You're chasing this 2%. But if we play the infinite game and we look at our trading plan and we set up our trading plan in a way that we know is going to be profitable over time, which if you're in part in our trading um, course and you're trading our strategy, it is, we have proof of that. You just have to make sure your trading plan is right for you. If that's the case, then the infinite game is how many consecutive trades can I get that match my trading plan perfectly? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. We're here on Thursday, and we're just heading into a long weekend, which is always an exciting time. Easter's coming up, so I'm sure lots of people have plans um, globally. People going on long holidays, I mean, long weekends, maybe going on holidays. I remember when I was living in Australia, we'd go for three hours drive down to the south in a lovely place called Margaret River or Dunsborough. We had a family home and um, world-class surf and beautiful wineries and just crystal clear beaches. And it was like a little paradise. And Easter was actually my mum's favorite time of the year, she said. I think it's because it didn't come with the chaos of uh, Christmas, but it also had the joys of getting together with family and getting away. And so I am so grateful that my mum is arriving tomorrow. You wouldn't believe it. I've said this many times before and I'll say it again. I'm a huge mama's boy. I love my mum. Going, traveling, moving to the other side of the world, exploring for years on end means that you don't get the close time with your mum like you used to. And so I am very excited for tomorrow. Really, really looking forward to spending some good quality time with just me, my mum, and her new grandson. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm beyond excited for this Easter. Very, very happy. I'm just ah. So very grateful for travel, very grateful for the ability to um, hang out with family this coming up weekend and um, yeah, just grateful for opportunities that started to land in my lap. This year has been insanely beneficial and I suppose growth oriented. So much is going on in the back end in my world, you know, new son, family, all that. And I'm just beyond grateful. I had a moment during meditation this morning where I just kind of sat in this blissful joy of abundance and gratitude and it it doesn't happen very often but i think that is sort of the intention of meditation um depending on how you meditate and what your goal is there but it was really really beautiful this morning just sitting there and embracing just this moment of pure joy and bliss of gratitude i just sat and i was just like everything 
in my life. And don't get me wrong. I have struggles. I have things that are tough. I have challenges I'm facing on the daily and, you know, it's not all rainbows, but when you can find that happy moment and just sit in it and just be present in that happy moment, it's, it's very, very beautiful. So I'm grateful to have that experience this morning, which has made my entire day um, very, very energetic and good. Um, and this is what I think Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about is finding gratitude in the morning and the night. If you do it right and you meditate, I'm not saying do it right. There's plenty of ways to do it. You can't really do it wrong. But overall, with the intention, you can get to a state where you can shift your personal internal energy to being in that blissful state for longer and longer periods of time and then eventually live in that permanent state of of bliss and happiness. And if I could live in the state that I was in this morning, oh, I tell you what, incredible, incredible things would happen. And so this is why I'm so positive and um, what's the word? I guess encouraging for gratitude, because when you do find it consistently and you do get into those moments of just pure gratitude, then you can, yeah, it's, it's magical. And it, to be able to do that and put yourself in that mode with intention over and over again, I think is something is really is a superpower like he talks about in his book. So that's what I'm grateful for today. That's what I wanted to share with you. I've got some gratitude coming in, in the chat here. Grateful for a long weekend. Yep. Grateful for honest communication with friends. That's really powerful. If you've got some close friends and you do have that honest communication, it's hugely impactful, especially in relationships. That's one thing that I cherish the most about my relationship with my wife is our honest and open communication can go a long way. So I'm glad you're finding gratitude for that. It's a good reminder. Uh, very exciting. So happy for you and your family. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's awesome. All right. Let's get into today's lesson. Um, Tuesday, we were talking about cutting your losses. And I know it's something quite difficult for a lot of people. But I really think that cutting your losses is just the front of some underlying issues like we we're talking about, your ego being one of them, fully accepting the risk being another. Um and ways to fully accept the risk. We were talking about, you know, physically fully accepting your risk. Um, but also just going through, I was thinking about this more and more, going through and just maybe reducing the financial aspect of it. So don't risk 2%, don't risk 1%, don't risk half a percent, risk like 0.01%. Um, because then taking the loss really doesn't mean anything to you. It's almost like paper trading, but maybe don't make it like paper trading. Make it, make it a little bit, it's like, okay, this is still money. And then looking at it from a point of, I'm not just going to throw this money away. I really want to, I'm okay with losing this amount, but so like you want to find that happy balance where it's a bit like, okay, this is a little bit of money. It's not just like one cent, but once you've found that medium stage, then look at it and be like, okay, if I'm willing to lose this, what other aspects are making me emotional? If I've fully accepted the risk and the money is no longer an issue, because for me, I used to think that money wasn't the issue when I was trading. And then I realized that if I was to reduce my lot size and it was much smaller, I managed my trade a lot different. I was able to manage my trades with a different mindset and a different feeling towards them and a different emotion technically. Um, but then it got to a point, I was this was maybe a month ago, and I remember this very clearly where I was in a trade. And we speak about this on our call. Once you're in a trade and you've hit that button, you must leave the idea of, is this a good trade or is it not? There is no point in trying to decide if your trade is good or bad after you've entered it. It's just wasting up your mental energy. So you want to move on to how can I best manage this trade? I feel like for me, this was a big lesson as well. I was 
still trying to decide whether this was a good trade or not after I'd entered it. What does that do? It's living in the past. It's not living in the present. We speak about this all the time. Be fully present in the moment with your trade. If you're living in the past and still deciding, was it a good trade? Was it not? I can't do anything about that. Remember, I spoke about this maybe a few months ago and it was like, is there a problem? Yes. Can you do anything? Then don't worry. Is there a problem? No. Then don't worry. Is there a problem? Yes. Can you do anything? No. Well, then don't worry. Same kind of concept applies here. You've entered the trade. Okay. So don't worry about whether it's a good trade or not. There's nothing you can do about changing that. What you can do now is manage it to the best of your ability. You can decide, am I still happy with this trade? Is it still moving in a positive direction? Can I manage it to get pips out of it? Or should I cut my losses? So when you sit there and you decide, oh, was this a good trade? Maybe I shouldn't have entered, blah, blah, blah. It's literally just pointless energy. So if you find yourself doing that, definitely start jotting that down in your journals, in your emotional journals. If you go into, um, you know, if you've got my journal, You'll have, how did you feel during the trade? You can write in there. We're still thinking whether it was a good, good or bad entry because this is something to recognize. And once you can start leaving that behind and start shifting yourself into trade management, purely trade management, then maybe you can start looking at your trades in a more logical basis. Because if you decide, oh, that was a bad entry, then what are you doing? You're managing your trade with negative energy. You're like, oh, that was a bad entry. I shouldn't have entered that. Shouldn't have blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Manage it with positivity and with logic. Okay, so as soon as we've entered the trade, we want to move to the um, management stage and we want to manage that trade logically, not emotionally. And we cannot attach emotion to how we feel about our entry. Otherwise, we'll manage it poorly and that'll make it worse. It's kind of like that two dart theory that I was also talking about. First dart, maybe entering a bad trade. Second dart, dwelling over it and managing it poorly. We don't want to hit ourselves with two darts. One dart is enough. Okay, so real key aspect um, in cutting your losses here is make sure you shift to the logical state of managing your trade. Because I know for me, I went to, I realized that I was actually trading, entering trades out of greed and then managing them in fear. And this was a bad combination. As soon as I became aware of that, I started to ignore what I did by entering and started to look at my management and go, how can I think more logically and less fearfully about this? Because I was actually thinking, how can I manage this less greedishly or greedily or whatever the word is, because that's how I felt about my entry. But really, my management skills were based out of fear, but my entry skills were based from greed. So it was a contradicting sort of scenario where I was trying to manage it based on a different emotion. And through this process, I realized that, hey, I shouldn't even be managing out of emotion. I should be managing out of logic. Okay. So finally got down to breaking it into the point of I've left entry, moved to management. I don't want to be emotional. I want to be logical. And when I moved my lot size, lot size down to the most, I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter about fear or greed. Let's just... Play this as my trading plan says. Let's just exit this when the exit appears. Let's just let this go until the level. Let's just move the stop loss as I know I'm meant to move it. There is no fluctuation in money that makes me go, oh, that's a lot of money. I want to grab that. Or, oh, that's not enough money for me yet. I'm just going to leave it. Because what you do is you associate the trade with the dollar amount that you've earned so far. And if you're looking at the dollars and going, oh, that's actually a nice amount of money. That's going to do this and this and that with it, with, you know, to me then you've got that emotional attachment to the entry, uh, to, to the trade. So if we can cut that out, we move straight to um, logical trading. Then the next thing I want to talk about, and this is probably one of the most profound steps forward that I've had, and this was shifting your out, detaching from your outcome by changing your objective. Okay? Put some ones in the chat if your main objective right here is to earn money from trading. When you're trading, your main objective is to earn money from trading. Put some ones in the chat if that's you. 
And if it's not, put some twos. Because I'd be interested to see what your main objective is. One and two. Okay. If you can, do you want to share? If it's not your objective, what, what is your objective? So the reason I'm asking this is because my objective was 100% to get as much money as I can and money and mind control. That's good. So understanding your mind and, and getting better control of, over your mindset. That's very, very good. So the reason I bring this up is because my number one was definitely, I want to earn as much money as I can. Like I come into trading to earn money. And while that is a good outcome, you know, that's the outcome that we want. We shouldn't make it the objective. And I know this sounds crazy, but bear with me. So if we attach, if we detach from our outcome a little bit and we don't get so caught up on the amount of money we're making, and I will even go as far as saying the amount of percentage that we're making, because I know we want to shift our mind from dollar to percentage and look at everything in percent and we can use compound interest to grow. And yes, that is perfect and exactly what you should be doing. But we want to go one step further and let's not look at it in how much money or how much percent can I make. But let's shift our objective to how many consecutive trades can I make that match my trading plan perfectly? Because if our objective is to reach a certain goal, is to hit this money amount, it's to reach this percentage, we are goal-orientated trading. We are aiming to reach a goal. This is a finite style of playing the game. This is a, I want to get here. And then when I get here, I'm done. This is going to do different things to dopamine. This is going to go different things to the way you look and attack trading. And you're kind of chasing and chasing. Each day you're chasing this 2%. But if we play the infinite game and we look at our trading plan and we set up our trading plan in a way that we know is going to be profitable over time, which if you're in part in our trading um, course and you're trading our strategy, it is, we have proof of that. You just have to make sure your trading plan is right for you. If that's the case, then the infinite game is how many consecutive trades can I get that match my trading plan perfectly? Maybe you get six, maybe you get none, and then you go, damn it, let's try again. You get one, you get two, you get three, you make a mistake. You go, okay, I got three, let's try and beat that. You can play this game with yourself forever, over and over and over again. You can be like, oh, I've made 10 trades consecutive that match my trading plan. Perfect. I made a mistake. Doesn't matter. All right, let's go for 11 now. All right, let's go for 12 now. Okay, I've done 100 trades in a row that have matched my outcome perf that have matched my trading plan perfectly. All right, I've done a week, two months. I've done three months and every single trade I've made has matched my trading plan perfectly. Can you see how this becomes an infinite game? You can play this game with yourself over and over and over again, trying to better your own score. This mentality gives you a shift in perspective that makes it not a goal-orientated, not a number-based game, but an infinite style game which you can compete and compete and compete with yourself. And the whole key to this is once you start trading your trading plan perfectly, the money, the finances, that's the outcome that will come from doing this. The number one thing that I see with amongst people is they can't follow their trading plan perfectly. Talk some ones in the chat if you have an issue with following your trading plan exactly as it's written out. One, there we go. So definitely people agreeing with that concept because it happens all the time. People have trading plans and they know that the trading plans work, sometimes one. Well, hopefully you can stick to it over and over again. And if you are, and you're still not seeing profitable results, then that's great because at least you got the discipline and you can look at something else to um, get the profitable results. But from all the people I've spoken to, once they start following their trading plan, 
perfectly every time, results just end up coming through the door. Okay? It is an outcome of discipline and of that infinite gameplay. And if we can shift our objective to be not so much about the dollars and not so much about the percent, but more about how many times can I enter a trade that matches my trading plan perfectly? And how many times can I manage a trade according to my trading plan perfectly? Not just like half-half, not just, oh, I did this half okay, but not this one. Not just, oh, it's kind of following it, but no, perfectly without any differential, just perfectly following your trading plan. Tally it up, see how many you can get. And I can almost guarantee you that once you start to hit hot tricks, once you start to reach 10, 20, 30 trades in a row, the outcome will be financial gain. Does this make sense to people? Please check someone's in the chat if I'm making sense, because this was a huge shift for me. Okay, yes, we have some ones. Okay, this is the main thing that I wanted to get across to you today was just trying to, the emotion that we attach to financial gain is just something that's ingrained in all of us for so long. And we need to start finding ways that we can remove the emotion from that relationship with money. And if we don't make it about the money, the percentage, the gains, we make it about consecutive wins. And you don't have to call it wins because if you call it wins, you could get your ego into it. But to be perfectly honest, if you've got a big ego, rather than earning profit, getting a high number in your trading plan consecutively is going to be so much better for you. If you've got that big ego, like I have to get this right and you get so fine-tuned to like, I got to get this exactly as my trading plan says, and I got to keep getting that score higher and higher and higher. That's going to be so much better for you than how much money can I make? I don't want to make a wrong trade because the other aspect to this is we cannot associate our trading skill, whether it's a win or a loss. But when we, when we trade based on financial gain or percentage gain or loss, then we do, we're like, Oh, I've lost this amount today. But the truth is, there's some days where you can follow your trading plan perfectly and it's just not your day for your strategy. You might lose three trades in a row, but you've every single trade of that was done exactly to your strategy. You can lift your head up high and be like, that was a win for me. That's three trades into the trading plan, consecutive wins. Doesn't matter that they were losses because I still followed my trading plan perfectly. This is the thing with probabilities is there's no guaranteed outcome. When you follow your trading plan perfectly and it's a loss, that's nothing on you. It's just the way the market is. And if you've got good risk management, then that's exactly what it's there for is the fact that sometimes there's losses even when you do things perfectly. Sometimes every single thing is pointing to a buy and sales happen. Hello, news. Hello, market open. You could have a perfect setup and then bang, goes the opposite direction. That's not because you analyzed it wrong because something else moved the market that you couldn't predict. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean you're a good or bad trader. But as soon as we start to associate our trading skill with our dollar amount gain or our percentage gain, then it's very easy to think we're a bad trader when we have a losing streak. But if we associate our trading ability with our number of consecutive trades won, according, no, sorry, a number of consecutive trades taken directly according to our trading plan, then the outcome doesn't really matter. The results will be financial gain if you can find that discipline. And like I said, if you go 20, 30 trades exactly as your trading plan says, and you don't see profits, you see big losses, then maybe you need to trade, change your trading plan. But I can guarantee you that changing your trading plan is so much easier, so much easier than finding discipline and mental control and stability that it takes to actually follow the trading plan. Okay.
So if you've followed your trading plan perfectly and you can honestly say that and you've done it for 30, 40 trades, whatever it is, and you get losses, that's a good thing because you've got something that you can work on that's very easy to change. If you cannot follow your trading plan, that's the hard part. That's where the trading psychology comes in. That's where the emotions come in. That's where the relationship with money comes in. That's where all the stuff that we talk about comes from because we need to understand ourselves to a level so deep that we can actually teach ourselves to follow that trading plan. And if we're not doing it, we need to know why, we need to understand why, and we need to be able to change that. Okay? I hope that makes sense. Got on a little bit of a rant. I'm a bit passionate about this one. Uh, I know it's had a huge impact on my trading, and I'm really hoping that it hits some of you in the same way it hit me, and it impacts your trading in the same way. Okay, there's a thing called The Exercise by Mark Douglas. Um, and basically, it's around this same concept. You can Google it, check, just go YouTube, The Exercise by Mark Douglas. And he talks about this same aspect. Take the exercise. You take 20 trades. You find a number that you're willing to lose. Doesn't matter. Maybe you've got $500, maybe whatever. And you want to divide up your total losses by 20 so that each trade risks that amount. Let's say you've got a $1,000 trading account and you're willing to risk 10% of that account on, on this exercise. So you've got $100. I said $1,000 trading account, 10%, that's $100. So 20 trades, you're going to risk, oh God, $5 a trade. All right? And the whole objective of this is to just trade those 20 trades exactly as your trading plan says. Do not worry about anything else. If you've fully accepted the risk fully accepted the risk of this whole exercise, you've taken that $100 and you go, you know what, I'm going to risk $100 to see how my how good my trading plan really is and how disciplined I am at sticking to it. So you know that 20 trades, $5. If you lose every single trade, you lose that $100, but you have fully accepted it, so it doesn't matter. Then you go through and you go, okay, follow this trading plan, follow this trading plan, follow this trading plan. Yes, 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 I did it. But you might get lose, lose, lose. And you're like, oh man, at least I'm following my trading plan, but why am I getting this loss? Then the emotions come in. Oh, I bet this next one's going to be a loss. And all the emotions that you usually get when you're trading come flooding in. But you go, no, I'm going to stick directly to my trading plan. And you get a win. You're like, what? This is not what I'm used to. I'm not used to getting a win after these three losses. Oh, that's probabilities. Your emotions don't need to be attached to this losing streak or winning streak because every single new trade has a 50-50 of winning or losing. Hopefully with your edge, it's greater. the probability is greater that it wins than it loses. You don't know that unless you follow it perfectly. So take these 20 trades and just for whatever time, like how much would it mean to you if you could do this exercise and at the end of this exercise, you're a profitable trader for the rest of your life? Because to me, that would be worth more than anything. So take this 20 and just for the, the month or the two weeks or whatever it is that you're going to trade, do nothing other than focus on trading to the trading plan and just see what happens up the end of it those 20 trades. And if you get four trades in and you don't follow your trading plan and your emotions take over, start again. Come back to the exercise and keep doing it until you can complete that exercise. 20 trades, trade it directly as your trading plan says. No mistakes, nothing different. Just the amount that you're willing to lose over that 20 trades, you've already accepted that risk and just go through the process. And you can keep doing this exercise over and over again until that's just the way you trade. Because I can guarantee you if that's the way that you trade, you're now thinking in probabilities. You're reducing emotion and your main objective is an infinite gameplay where all you're focusing on is how many trades can you follow that match your trading plan perfectly.
And with that, the outcome will be that financial gains just trickle through to your account. And hopefully at that stage, your mindset doesn't even think about it. You're just like, this isn't, that's irrelevant now. All I'm focusing on is this, the amount of trades I can match perfectly to my trading plan. Okay. Check it out on YouTube. It's a great exercise. It's really, really shifted my mindset towards trading. And um, yeah, have a great weekend, everyone. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm going to be spending time with my family. It's Easter. Go and enjoy it. We'll be back on the Tuesday next week. For those listening on the podcast to the traders, um, let's go have a great end of the trading week. Well, you can trade tomorrow if you like, but I personally won't be. So I'm going to finish up today. But um, other than that, let's go enjoy our session today. Enjoy the long weekend. Happy Easter all. To those listening on the podcast, I love you and I will see you all next episode on Tuesday. Bye.